My safe word will be whiskey. Sorry, Rod, what was that? Whiskey. Hey, how's it going? This is Steve from the Lost in Dramslation Park Whiskey Society podcast. This is part two to the Lady Whiskey Z interview. Zara, she's a ambassador and representative of Truth Malter's portfolio. Uh, in the first episode, if you caught it, part one, we got into Zara's story and kind of everything that led her to this point. Um, as, and now, obviously, being a big part of the whiskey industry here in Alberta. And we, what else did we do? We got into the High Coast Distillery mainly, and we, we got to try, Sean and I got to try a couple of the High Coast Limited releases that came out this past summer, which were very, very interesting. So in part two, we're going to get back into High Coast. I think we start off with Cinco, which is a really, really cool release. And we'll just, uh, honestly, just, we keep sitting around the studio here, drinking whiskey, having fun, having conversation. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. All right, whiskey number three. Oh, this oh, yeah. is, the one, this is the one we've been well, kind of waiting for. This, oh, so we've got um, this Cinco here, so the High Coast. Again, we're talking Cinco. about numerology. So this is a whiskey made from barrels that were also seasoned for 12 to 24 months. Uh, each, each kind, each, like each different I mean, kind so of sherry. That's... So in this bottle, there's actually 11 casks of whiskey that went into this. Okay. So we've got the Fino. Full, full size casks, small casks. Um, they were smaller casks. It yielded altogether 5,195 bottles for the market period. So okay. maybe there, there's, they had to have been larger. So 2,500 yeah. liters, roughly. But... Roughly. So we've got the Fino, Oloroso, Amontillado, Paulo Cortado, and uh, PX Pedro Nunez. Now, um, I believe at this point, they are the only distillery that has combined these five sherries. Um, and so they've also dropped down to 50.5% ABV and it's sold at a 500 mil. So you've got the fives there. But the story behind this was uh, Roger Melander again. When the distillery first opened, he had ideas for uh, masterclasses and he wanted to educate his staff and other people that visited the distillery. So he purchased these five casks that were seasoned and then filled them with, with their new make and let them age. And so what he wanted to do is create a masterclass where you would talk about the influence of these particular sherries on the whiskey. And time had passed and they got busy with other things. And it's not to say that this idea fell to this new sideline, but they've just been, you know, growing and doing other things like I mentioned, the glamping experiences, et cetera. So a few years ago, he was like, wow, I've got these like five casts, very unique. What would happen if I blended them all together? So they are uh, Spanish oak casts, so 10 of them mm-hmm. he- held, you know, two casts for Fino, two casts for um, Oloroso Amontillado, except for the PX, he put in um, two casts of the PX of the European oak. Okay. And then once they mm-hmm. tasted the final product at that point of blending those, they felt something was missing. So they actually threw in an 11th cask. And so that would have been a PX cask younger a lot younger and um matured in american oak so that's just to bring the uh, balance out bring yeah. a different dynamic or toastiness to it or yeah and typically when i'm doing tastings you know i do take into consideration of course flavor profiles but i look at abv like so for example we did we went from 58 point actually we started with 46 went to 58.3 jumped to 62 and these are banger you know strong mm-hmm. whiskey oh, right? yeah. the hungarian oak lots of flavor 
But when you really take a look at the type of sherries that we're using this, it's really about picking out the very gentle notes. You've got these really light, dry, nutty sherries, uh, Fino, which is, you know, a light wine. So it started out as a wine made from the Pelo, uh, Pelomino Fino grape and started to develop a layer of yeast on there, which is called floor. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is the floor, as it develops, it starts to not only um, eat and take, you know, start to breathe off uh, and grow from the oxygen in the barrel, it actually starts to eat the glycerin out of the wine. And so the wine actually becomes a little bit thinner and thinner as the floor grows. And so there's no room for any oxidiz- uh, um, oxidization. Oxidization, yes. Oh, that's a tough one. Oxidizing. Um, Especially after a few drams yeah, <laughs> and a couple yeah, pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> and so it doesn't leave room for that. So you've got this really pale sherry. Um, and then you've got another one, which is second to the Pino, I would say, is the Amontillado, which is a wine that started out as a Pino mm-hmm. and has a little bit less floor. So I think initially when these sherries were discovered, they must have been happy accidents because they could have all started out with this exact same wine, mm-hmm. including um, then the um, Oloroso, which we'll get to after. So there's Amontillado in there. Again, it's you're going to pick up a lot of that floor and it has a lot of earthy elements and light flavors to it. So I saved it for last because it's not about picking out those banger notes. It's about the delicacy of it and the blend of it which I really like. So I think when I serve this whiskey to people, I actually like them to drink a heavier sherry whiskey first and then get into this, which would be almost seemingly the opposite of what I would typically have done just because it is so delicate. And then we've got an Amontillado, which is an amber wine, um, which started out as a Fino. um, And again, same same thing with the Paula Cortado. So that one has developed less floor. Now either they've fortified it which is adding brandy to it to kill the floor or else it just naturally starts to dissipate as the wine ages. So mm-hmm. these are, again, what I consider happy accidents. I know a lot goes into production and I'm not trying to generalize it here. I'm actually, I'm trying to generalize it. I'm not trying to speak for these bodegas. And then we've got um, the Oloroso, which is also a dry sherry. So mm-hmm. a dry sherry is considered dry when it has about five grams or less of sugar per liter. Okay. So that's considered dry. So even yeah. though Oloroso can taste a little bit sweeter, it's actually the texture of it that you're tasting. It's the glycerin mm-hmm. because that floor, that layer of yeast on top ends up eating that and thinning it out. But when you don't have that, then it's going to actually taste richer and impart a completely different flavor. You'll get a bit more caramel and nuts in that as well. And then of course, you know, we think about these bodegas and, you know, without using floor, they've, you know, you can get into the Solera system, but that's yeah. a whole other thing that they typically do. And then to balance it out, so you got the four dry sherries, and then they've got the one very sweet sherry. So now you've got a PX, PX Peter Jimenez grape. And uh, typically those grapes are dried for two weeks before they're processed and um, turned into wines. And they're very, very, very sweet. So they're considered a sweeter wine. So we talked about five grams per liter for sugar for the drier wines. And the PX is about 450 grams of sugar per liter. So mm-hmm. speaking of pancakes, it's double, you know, what Aunt Jemima syrup would taste like in terms of sweetness. So I really, really love that they've got that that balance in there. Now, these are one of the oldest um, casts that they have. The, the average age for the whiskey in there is just under nine years. The distillery's been around for 11 years, but they had to drop the age way down um, because of course the PX 
And this whiskey also spent about two and a half to three and a half years in bourbon barrels at first. So you might get a little bit of sweetness um, that you get. There's a there. lot going on. There's like, a lot going on. <laughs> like, there I've is. taken two sips and about 40 sniffs. Tastes different every time. Every nose is different. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. You know, I tell people like, take your time with this yeah. whiskey, especially if it's going to be the first Ramy of the day, because I don't think you're necessarily going to be like, oh, you know, I get these light notes of this delicacy of the Amontillado and the Fino. I, I, for me, I needed, a, I had to season my palate and then get into it. And I was blown away. I thought it was fantastic. And I just, I love what the guys did. Uh, not to mention, so they were five casks with the Cinco. Yeah. And, you know, they just thought it was something fun to do. And I think it's an amazing it's, product. You guys have been wanting to try this for a while. Yeah, we have for sure. We've been holding, holding off on this one as well, but um, it's it's a different whiskey in every different sip so far. Yeah, and probably because I'm just trying to search for the different sherries. Probably, yeah. Um, I find that it's I find that the Oloroso kind of shows in the nose and the finish a little bit more. I think you get a little more of maybe the PX and the and the Palo Cortado. On the top of the tongue, kind of thing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. See, it's weird though because, like, it kind of for me because I just did that experiment, my mini barrel experiment. Yeah, and I used Harvey's. Um, it's, it's like a sweet sherry blend. So it's yeah, it's a, well, it's like a cream sherry. Yeah, it's a so cream it's, sherry, yeah. and so it's very more, fortified. Yeah, it's based off of PX. Right. Yeah, that's where the sweetness comes from. But then, so I did um, Signal Hill. Signal Hill. So I did the Harvey Sweet Sherry first, and so that eight weeks in a seasoned mini barrel, and then I dumped it, and then I rinsed out the cask, and then I put a Fino in there. Ah. So like super extra dry. Like I will, I can drink Oloroso and PX by itself. Yes. The Fino I took a sip of, and I was like, "Whoa, I, this is crazy!" Like I, it was, yeah. it was, it was just wasn't what I'm used to. Yeah, and but then thing, it's a lighter colored. It's very shirt. light. Yeah. yeah. And so then when it came out after eight weeks of being in the Fino, it was so, and I saved like samples all along the way so I could go back and taste through it. And that Fino gave it such a weird, different profile. Mm-hmm. It's still sweet because of the PX, but you get like all, almost like an olive brine. I was just going to say, there's a lot of olive notes and, in the and Fino. So it was weird because the first time I tasted it, I poured myself, you know, a fairly healthy pour. And I went yeah. upstairs and sat with Aaron. I was like, okay, what do you smell on this? Like, I know you're going to say sweet and whatever. And then she's like, yeah, there's something back there. Like it's, it's almost salty. I was like, okay, go on. And then as soon as I said, it smells, like a, smells like a dirty martini. Yeah. yeah. As soon as I said all of juice, she's like, that's totally, she loves olives. I can't stand them. I, love I love olives too. Love and, olives, yeah. yeah. And she's like, you know, it's funny. Exactly. My three-year-old daughter will hammer olives. Good for her. For like, if you could just, just feed her olives, she'd be Future happy. Fino like, isn't her. that weird yeah. for a three-year-old? Yeah. Like, especially, like, even canned black olives yeah. oh. all day. Like, a Kalamata all day. Oh. Like, it's garlic stuff. Like, this this chick is just, like, I olive crazy. Like, yeah. I jack your counter, and you guys caught her dancing on the yeah. counter, and she's adorable. Yeah, she might have been eating olives all the yeah, time. Yeah, she's trying to let off <laughs> yeah. olives, all that brine. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. with the Fino, like... Brine and wine. Like, last year, I won that contest through Truth Maltage, yes. and I got the Fino Cavalan. And then my whiskey of the oh, year. Yeah, I forgot last you year. rigged that. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful, you know, and we got <laughs> and entered it from work. You and, did. And did one. Oh, oh. There we go. But then my whiskey of the year last year was the Kilholman Fino. And like 
So it's like you have like Cavalan and yeah, the two furthest distilleries apart in yes. taste. But and then I also I did a tasting of like all the Fino I could find, Fino whiskeys and the Lafroig Cardius Fino was in there. Yeah. I think I had five, but Oh the Cardius, yeah. I had that with the whiskey rye when I was in Toronto in October last year. We had a we had a good time, but he was nice enough to bring I was like, I never that was the one Cardius I didn't get to try. And yeah, it was beautiful he's a gem he's a gem we had a we had a great oh, time yeah, didn't absolutely. we Bri? <laughs> he actually saved me um he, broke, a total beauty, he yeah. broke it he had to break an actual door to save me out of a bathroom that um the handle broke off i was stuck in <laughs> in this room inside a room inside a room and he hurt he us put his screaming. cape on and he was he like did. i'm doing this and he goes he's like ever move back and he just boom kicked in the door and i was like i love you Bri. And then we had the cardius <laughs> true story here, here, yeah. Here are your spoils. Yeah. Not yeah. all heroes wear capes, except for Brian. Except for <laughs> he wears a cape. Brian makes sure he wears he a cape when he up. saves ladies from a bathroom. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I just I love this. I you know we talked about the terroir, but you know what I don't hear a lot about is the terroir re- related to sherry. I mean, you've got of course where the sherry is from in Spain. You know, you have this this Spanish triangle typically. Yeah. I mean, you look at what a fino is versus a manzanilla, which is essentially the same thing, but the manzanilla is closer to the coast and yeah. develops 15% you know, percent more floor apparently. But however, um, these bodegas are also covered in a type of dirt as well. They're their own ecosystem. So I think, you know, each bodega can, you know, make a fino or, um, yeah, grow a fino. Essentially, it's kind of the bacterial yeast that you're doing. And have a different flavor profile. And then you're going to throw it in and mix it in with, you know, High Coast, you know, their new make from their terroir. I think it's like a triple take on terroir, which I, I love. Yeah. That's where I got a little bit nerdy on things and decided I to drink more sherry. And I was like, Sarah's far more nerdy than me. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm so interested. I wanted, I actually, when I was in um, Nanaimo just a few weeks ago, we went to this awesome little cocktail bar restaurant and yeah. we had fino with olives which i was like sweet so i was like i need to get this as my aperitif and it was exactly that you know you got this olive these olives with the, the fino and it starts to bring out different notes because you've got the heavy olive which takes it out of that fino and you get the sweeter nuttier brighter green apple bread notes it's all of that <laughs> i know when you said that i was just trying to th- i was trying to put it all together and be like yeah 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 no, that makes sense yeah <laughs> So, yeah, I love this. I mean, you know, he wanted to save these barrels for and just decide to blend them. And here we yeah. are. How many how many other whiskeys no. are like this? Right. No. It's it's truly unique. It's and the uniqueness of the idea translates to the whiskey itself. It's it's drinkable, but it's not like, like it's drinkable in a way it's not melting your face and complexity to the point where you don't know what's going on it's because it's obviously consistently sherry Mm -hmm. but there's like yeah there's so many like these sherries are like intrinsically kind of not even battling each other but they're just like they marry they actually marry yeah they marry far more than i thought they would i was i was really afraid that they might fight each other in the glass a little bit if that makes sense it makes sense and i just wanted to say this european oak some of the the oak that they had some of the barrels are up to 100 years old so you've got that um history there too oh yeah which is pretty pretty amazing so i don't know if they actually they held that before and then they were like you know freshly seasoned at the time and um yeah just a, a great story a lot like a lot of history at sherry and then you know you've got this history with you know Roger Melander and what he's doing out there. Yeah. Again, it we sweetened up the nose. Yeah. We just added a little bit of water. Oh, it sweetened right. up the nose a little bit. How about the palate? 
see for me it it tamed down the sweetness on the nose but it brought it out in the in the palate my nose could be wrecked though i don't know <laughs> actually you know what it didn't it didn't tame down the sweetness in the nose it just it took the know. spice a little bit out yeah, for me i think that's what um, it is is it took the spice away and then maybe brought a bit of the pheno and like the lighter styles out but in the palate the sweetness i think went up a bit yeah a bit more yeah kind of i don't know syrupy kind of caramel kind of like that that kind of typical yeah i don't think yeah nothing and again you know like you think five sherries you think this is going to be some super sherry bomb but it's actually not it's about the delicacies yeah of totally. each of the styles of sherry yeah and and you can still taste the essence of Heiko Spirit too, which you is important because there's a lot going on there that could definitely be hiding. Or yeah, absolutely. Right? So that's usually my like with Sherry Bomb is kind of a Sherry Bomb. Sometimes you can't even tell. Like if you taste them blind, you can't even tell what distillery they come from anymore because it's yeah. all cask, all cask. And this you and can like actually thirty percent of all the left. This in the I feel like you can still kind of get a little bit of that Heiko essence. Yeah. And I was actually going to say, like, the malt notes, they, they're they the same all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't say that they're not from the same facility. Like, they taste like it. Yeah. They well, use, they're, um, yeah, it's consistent to, yeah. across all three of these. They use yeah. the Swedish Pilsner malts for their unpeated, and then for their peated, they source from Belgium and Scotland. Okay. And they're actually, their production is a little bit different, too, um, for their peated malt. So, I was, you know, when I first tried High Coast, uh, Larry sent me a couple samples and I don't want to say the nail, this nail polish, I swear, um, came through and they were super high peated. And I thought, you know, we're going to have all this peated whiskey here in Canada. turns out I'm drinking the opposite of what I thought I was going to. So I'm just blown away because I love their peated stuff. I actually had one of their SMWS bottles from a few out turns ago. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was curious how that was. It was really was it good. Yeah. yeah. It like a lot of meat notes and salty and, and smoke, but um, it also was very herbaceous. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was was interesting no there's no doubt that they they're doing some good things at that distillery yeah they they have they have a good heart about it. they're into it people yeah. love like love their spirit and um literally Let, yeah but yeah, <laughs> they are yeah. Humans and spirit behind spirit. their yeah their personality and their so innovation s- and stuff plus the spirit like, itself they don't have age statements and right. they're fairly young are in the plant like 20 years down the road will they have age statements or are they just going to stick with that you know what I, I i don't know but i'm going to guess that they will just i'm sure because they, they've got yeah. thousands of barrels yeah. i mean they've got things in there like i know they've spoke about having all different types of you know french wines cast yeah. they're aging there's a, a moscatel that i'm super interested in trying which i've not had in lots of because again it's one of the sweeter sherries um and they're always experimenting i do definitely think there's going to be barrels that are there from you know when they started distilling and that they're going to hang on to them i don't know what it's going to do to the cask and like you said if there's in september they're going to release their first age statement 10 year yeah that's right there you go Five thousand bottles a 10 year age they've got a solaire release coming they've got a cognac release and and some beer we may not necessarily get them here in canada we might but that's yeah you know good to know i mean of course if there's something you guys are like whoa i want to see this then let me know to but they have a very and the thing to remember here is they have a very similar climate to us they do so aging very similar to like american distilleries it's not they're not as humid climates climates like scotland so they're not going to age for long periods of time as no. well. Yeah. Um, they're 
yeah, because there's obviously with the dry climates, there's more kind of, yeah, the, the barrels are breathing to the point where you're actually losing water and moisture, gaining alcohol. It gets a little more challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it'll be cool to see like if they down the, down the road, you know, like a 15 year or 20 year. Mm-hmm. what that'll be like and who knows what you're, they're gonna pop out right it's gonna yeah. be i i bet you for sure there'll be something that they've gotten they, they throw a ton of stuff in bourbon barrels because it's just so versatile for blending and so yeah reasons. absolutely and it'd be nice to see for example the, you know the olive that we tried today where's that going to be or you know yeah. i, I want to try all of these at cast strength and i don't know if you guys have nice, time actually, yeah. for one more dram because if we did do a dram i would say let's try the hoff only because it is uh 20 peated and yeah, I love Hoff. Unpeated. And that's the one that, of course, has a variety of, of oak casks as well. So it has Let's in parts the do Hungarian. It. Yeah, Sean will never turn down a drown. Yeah. I'm really, really excited um, that you guys love the Cinco. And actually, I don't know if you have any left in your dram of the Sherry and the Hungarian. But if you go from the Cinco to back to the Hungarian and to the Sherry, it actually mutes those flavors. Like, yeah, they're powerhouses when you drink them, but you actually go back and you revisit those drams. You're not going to get all the notes that we found in the first place, which is also why I like to do the tasting. Oh, this weird! Way. Isn't it weird? Try yeah. it. it. It's going to fall flat too. Which one? Try I was the, not paying try attention. Try the drums prior. Oh, try them both at the same time. No, well, okay, well, maybe just <laughs> one just at gonna... a time. So the first Havens? one was the first the, one was sherry. Yeah, and, and the second was Hungarian. The sherry one. Like it's you still taste the sherry influence. Mm, but it's like I like a, that Hungarian one. Oh yeah, me too. But like it, it like cuts in half almost. Doesn't it cut in half? And I like know. Even the ABV, which is higher. It just the, it yeah. seems to you go from this huge bouquet nose of taste, and then you try the Cinco, which has you know it starts to dance around your mouth, and then you go back to these full maturations or these whiskeys that have you know the single cask, and yeah, it takes away from them. Yeah, it like almost makes them What's up? one dim- <laughs> one dimensional. Okay, exactly. so tell us about the hop. All right, I'm just gonna rinse this glass out here quickly. So this is part of the origin series. It's known as the oak spice, and it's a 48 percent. They are non-colored, non-chill filtered. I mean, it's pretty beautiful color here. So they use a mix of virgin virgin casts for this one, which is really special. So you're gonna get uh, virgin Swedish oak, you've got virgin Hungarian oak. Some of the batches even have uh, Mizanara um, mm. that they throw in there and um, also ex-bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. This one here is known as the oak spice. It is 80% unpeated malt and 20% peated malt. So it gives you a little bit of an idea of what their peated is like. And now when these guys do peated, it is peated. So it's nice. They, yeah, they always go with a high peated, mm-hmm. like a high PPM peat malt. However, this one I like because if someone likes a hint of smoke, not too much, or they're, you know, I know with some folk, it's just, just, I don't want anything smoky. I don't want anything peaty. I think this is one you Mm -hmm. can actually try and start to really enjoy. And as the bottle opens up, it starts to develop different layers and you're starting to get, you know, different notes of those separate casks. Oh yeah. So right off the bat, I can smell that nose. Um, I did want to say the stills at the distillery are very close to the stills at Kilholman. So I know that's something that they try to, I shouldn't say necessarily mirror, but that's an influence. And with their unpeated vault and their new make there, they really like this soft, flowerly, almost Japanese style whiskeys. 
It's definitely got a distinct nose. It does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. So different from all of the other yeah. ones you tried? Way different. Like you said, like when I first saw these being posted about and saw the color of the Bergen Hav, I was like, those are dark. And you think it's like full maturation. But I mean, like you said, the climates there are conducive to the same as, as Alberta. Like you're going to get like not hyper aging, but you're going to get that more cask influence in yeah. a shorter time. But they're, they're also using in a lot of their products, they are using a smaller yeah, barrel too, which, which well, contributes, but that's not like Eau Claire. They use all sizes too. Yeah. And they yeah, blend like together. Here, so. This one we have is batch four. Um, and in the, the Berg, which it sounds like Berg is actually pronounced Betty. Um, Betty. Yeah. <laughs> That it's one is good. probably the darkest release they've had of that because they're do, using different size casts and they, that's what he said has influence on Bash the color as well. But saying that, like Kilholman, like you've seen the picture I've posted a bunch of times, like they have Sanag, which is oh, the core range, yeah. the sherry, 70% sherry. And I bought two bottles at the same time. One was bottled in June of 2019 or 2020. The other one was like... January, so six months apart, mm -hmm. and one looks like it's like Dr Pepper, and one looks like it's like like the hop, like it looks like that, and you put them side by side, and you're like, what the yeah. hell? But then you taste <laughs> them side by side, and you can't tell. You can't tell the difference, yeah. And I, I yeah, it's not cool. Larry spoke to that too about the berry specifically, and he said he's had batches that were lighter, but he couldn't tell the difference in taste. So I guess that's where the blending comes in and the magic. Yeah. And I think I mentioned that uh, Roger won Distillery Manager of the Year this yeah. year as well. And yeah. it, you know, I, I really liked just hearing the things he does. I, I didn't even, it, it, I didn't even blink twice. I thought, yeah, that's pretty cool. This guy's nerding out hard on numbers. And I love numbers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they're, they're doing some super cool things. This the, this one has always been a favorite of mine since we had that first kind of yes. tasting through the series. But I just, I just love the. I think that twenty percent peated just adds like a perfect element to this yeah, whiskey yeah it's i get i'm getting a lot of which i haven't really picked out before maybe it's because we've had a bunch of other <laughs> yeah, yeah complex with it but i'm getting like a banana cream pie almost oh, this thing. i totally get that too hey like yeah. big time yeah mixed with diesel. weird as soon as you said <laughs> yeah that, i couldn't put <laughs> yeah. my nose on what it was like it's just tasting. like right at the back of the palate mm -hmm. before the finish i'm getting whoa totally eh? yeah like it's it's a beautiful whiskey yeah, yeah. super it's beautiful really you know and then we've got two of the the line that we haven't tried so like the first one we our sort of intro dram was the delicate vanilla and then we also didn't try the the tima tima <laughs> we do that well together <laughs> which uh um, that's their peated stands for for timber yeah um and that's pays homage to the people that used to work in that area prior to the distillery. There was a lot of, you know, timber work going on in, in the river in front of them. And it's mentioned before that was, you know, they created those box crates there in that area. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of, they say there's lots of timber at the the bottom of the, the river. They think about people that used to live there. And yeah, yeah, that, for sure. That was their life. Yeah. Um, Kilholman, sorry, back. I'm going back a little bit. Kilholman uses a lot of ex-bourbon. Right off the bat as well. Uh, yeah. Well, other than they're full matured, but um, they use, I believe, Buffalo Trace exclusively. Okay. But yeah, like that, that also helps with, like if you're getting fresh ex-bourbon, yeah. that helps with more rapid aging than 
yeah. than going to like just a regular hogshead or a third or fourth fill something else, which mm-hmm. which a lot of distilleries will dump their fluid in to start. Right? Yeah, and yeah. with with Kilholm and like their core range, none of it's finished. So like the Macier Bay, yeah, it's seventy thirty ex bourbon to ex sherry. And then they just blend them together, mm-hmm. and then it's vice, it's reversed for the sand. But all first fill, yeah, everything's first fill. Pretty right? sure, yeah. And then it's like when you get into like the lock gorm or the limited uh, limited releases each year. Yeah. That's where you get some of the like the mix of first and, and second. Yeah, and, exactly. yeah, like the PX this year. Like, and the cool thing about them is they're complete. The bottle tags tell you exactly the years. Yeah, what's refill and mm-hmm. all that. So, yeah, it's like it's what you want, and like. We're looking at the web page right now, and it's got like or the PowerPoint, yeah, and it's got everything you want to so know. Many things you I want, put together right? a PowerPoint for this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so. it's it's made by Steve. It's beautiful, it's, but like it's gorgeous. <laughs> but, you know, and these guys, because of you know the region that they're in, like they're you know you, we think about Cavalon, for example, they're able to reuse casts left, right, and center, and they, they, they they've mastered that. They have the magic of like super, super like tropical conditions to you know, yeah rapid age though rapid winds coming through. And so these guys, they like to do like first or second fill and then they're, that's it. Like they're yeah. not, they don't, they don't want to reuse the cast more than that. So I don't know where they go after, but. Um, so uh, using your contacts, uh, those square casks that they yes. made, once they've used them twice, so get one over well, here. You know, the thing is they, they do <laughs> sell those casks. I know if you're like in there, you can, you can become a cask purchaser. If you guys were interested in that, then of course you'd be going through uh, Truth Multisport. I'm really curious to try something in the square cast. I don't think they're, I think it's the idea of the square cast. I don't think they're necessarily promoting like, oh, this is an amazing, it's just the, you know, the fancy of yeah. it. And I know that they will sell. Yeah, everything um, like that ends up being somewhat gimmicky, but it's yeah. also experimental, it's, it's experimental nature. And, and it's, that's, yeah, exactly. That's not the only experimental yeah. cast they have there. And uh, you can purchase them. I know that they've sold um, the square cast, even just with their new make where it's been, you know, two years. It's an, an aged spirit, which yep. is, a, you know, whiskey and yep. people are interested in buying that. But yeah, I want to see one, number one. And number two, I do want to try even an expert, you know. If I, just want to, I just want an empty cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to try it just to yeah. see. Just an like, empty cast in beside my house if you want. <laughs> I'm going to take that one. <laughs> But, you know, like it's, yeah, it could be a total gimmick and it could not make any difference. But got to think if the same volumes there. Someone tells me that they're not going to release just a gimmicky whiskey. It's going to no, be something good, no. too. Right? Yeah. And I know we've had a few drums, but, you know, it's not like we're talking about Creek water here. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if you've got the teamer here because it'd be nice to try, to try the full peat, the 100 percent peat. Do you have the teamer? Do I? I do. Of course I do. Perfect. I always have more whiskey than I can drink. Tima. It's, it's, Tima. A, it's a good problem to have here. So we got a 48%. This is probably the oldest of the origins. So this is about eight years. Six, eight, eight. Six to eight. Yeah. So um, when I heard them speak about it, they said eight. So I don't know. Yeah, six to eight years, but... It's a, well, it's on their card, it yeah. says five to six. I'm, yes, sure, when, I'm assuming that's minimum. or I think minimum. So this one here for this batch is about eight. It's yeah, because this is batch four. Because, right? you know, They're all batch four. Um, I will be honest. When I tried it, I didn't think Sweden. I thought Isla. I mean, I... Oh, I thought Koila. 
Cody like yes. Oh, for this one, yeah. So you say that they source their peat from two different places: Belgium, Belgium, and Scotland. So will this be a mixture of both of those, or will this be exclusively from one of them? I would assume it's a mixture. I don't know. Not me today. Not me today. Throwing stuff. Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't think they've got that specified for this one here. I I imagine they will. I, I would, I would mix in some situations, maybe not all. I don't know. If you go to the actual website, it will have the full on. So any ingredients that they use, their cast, the timing, they will tell you exactly what time something was bottled. They will tell you exactly how many liters they put in to bring it up to the ABV or, or drop it to the ABV that they want. They'll tell you what the cask weighed prior. They'll tell you what the cask weighed after, how many bottles were yielded. Yeah, they're the all about transparency. They are huge Which, on transparency. As a whiskey nerd, it's we love oh, transparency. Wait till you read yeah. all the strains of yeast that they have. Oh, I they typically use a French distillery, but I know yeah. I nerded out hard. I was like eight strains. I'm like, oh, what is this back to you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's super cool. <laughs> yes, and so um, just a note: they speak about this river that is in front of them a, the a lot, but they actually Anger something. Anger. Do you know how to? No. Anger management. Anger management. It's an angry, and so they use that to for as part of their cooling process. But it's not the water they actually use in the product. It's from a river. I think it's pronounced something like Belgium, and it's known to be soft, and um, it's usually literally untouched. And then they filter that water uh, through sand and charcoal before they mix it into their into their whiskey. If you guys go onto the website. As mentioned, any ingredients, casts, I think they even talk about where they source everything from, as transparent as possible. And if they've ever left a detail out and you said, hey, you know, I want to know this particular thing, they will answer right away. Like, they know that also the impact of their environment is something you cannot duplicate, like most distilleries. What do you think of the Timar? I love it. It's as like, yeah, if I would have done this blind, I would have said Kalila. It has that same distinct smoke with that, like the ash. Yeah, the ashy smoke, the not the yeah, not like the super band aid, but it also has like a fresh floral citrus underneath it, which I love. You know, we were talking earlier about my tasting journey since I was a kid, and you know, I've always picked out notes I really liked. You know, what was going on with gins, and I thought, oh, this must be healthy for me, and I really think I fooled myself with the ingredients on Jägermeister in my early twenties. Um, thinking that these were all good it's herbs. Mix. It's a mix. Oh, it is a mix. Yeah. Yeah, it okay, is a so mix. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So it the is. yeast is the Fermentus Saf Whiskey M-1, if you were asking. Oh, that's what it is. And okay. oh, that it's one. a oh. Pilsner malt from Castle Maltings in Belgium, as well as peated malt from Scottish Malsters. Peated to a phenolic. It was an average of 46 or something like that. 44 and 46, so 45. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, good peat levels. Yeah. Peat like levels, solid. 50 on Isla is considered like a high peat. High, yeah. Yeah, typically yeah, around I mean, 40. I was but. curious because, I mean, I, we haven't, I haven't tried this. Isn't it tasty? Yet, but I, mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Coila, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I love Coila. <laughs> yeah. Everybody Mostly does. Okay, Coila, you'll find that like, you'll get like super fan, fans of all the other um, I like distilleries and then Coila sits there and everybody just loves Coila. Yeah. It's I think like, part of it is because it's in so many of, different things. It is for sure. Is it's it everywhere. Of Isla? So, yeah. 
<laughs> so you kind of have to, but yeah, I but it's just like, such an approachable, yeah. beautiful whiskey. Usually, I right? remember when Lots I was of lemon, I, citrus notes, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, just bright, it's fresh and it's ashy, yeah, 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 you, get the, yeah. you get the real contrast. You do, you really do. I remember, which yeah. is what this this whiskey to me the does. Are nice. Way at the beginning, I was like, everybody seems to have that one distillery that they always like want to go after everything for i was like i really like khalil i'll do that with khalil and then i like, looked it up i'm like i'm not doing khalil <laughs> not yeah, yeah. It's, you'll never yeah it's two hours i, I don't have a distillery like that i don't know why i've got a few i got i uh yeah i i have a, a do you do you work for Bricklotti. i was like do you work for the one that you collect <laughs> cavalan yeah, cavalan's known to be huge peat peat monsters no yeah. um but they do you know they do they do have a, a nice peated yeah well, um, is there anything interesting coming from Cavalan soon? I know that um, um, Prestige just released their Madeira. Yeah, no, it was oh, a rum, rum, cask. rum, rum cask. Yeah, I okay, so I of course because I'm like, well, let me go buy this bottle, and I took it with me to Calgary, and uh, I opened it, and I did have the first Truth Malters release rum cask. Um, Sierra Springs a couple of years ago, not the Sierra Springs no. one. It was actually a Truth Malters oh, okay. chapter release. And it was great. It was delicious. I was like, okay, you know, and I've got a little bit of it left and I've also the PD, but I put it away and I brought this rum cask and, you know, I had a couple cocktails by the pool, you know, mm-hmm. Caesar and a beer. And then I was like, I'm going to the room. Pop going to the PD. room, getting down with this cabal. Well, yeah. Not only that, we made some friends and, you know, we had a bit of a little hotel dance party and uh, Cavalan came out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Right? Dancing. It's always dancing. It's always dancing. This is what I was brought up, right? My dad's like, drink the alcohol, dance in the basement. So basically, (laughs) that's what I was trained to do. But yeah, the rum cast, gorgeous. It is a super sweet whiskey. It is very sweet. It's very rum forward. And it's super rum forward. But it's, um, you know, it's it's, it's Caribbean rum. It's, It's, you know, like... A Nicaraguan style rum. Yeah. It's not the super just, you know, straight up sugar, which actually is it's good. I actually would like to pour you some of that if Yeah, whatever. But I know I know rum cask isn't <laughs> yeah. for anyone, right? I'll but trade you a sample of my yeah, mini, we're, mini barrel. I we're typically not rum cask. You know what though? Well, like, I know me and Sean aren't. I'm I just not, but think it's really, really saying that I have that seventeen year Tipperary Irish. 17 years I only that, drink it because yeah. it's irish no that that's the only reason i got it fair <laughs> enough and i was very hesitant at first because i'm like 17 years in a rum cast like that's crazy hey you know what my first like kind of i spent a little bit money on irish was like and it wasn't a whole lot but it was uh sexton i was drinking like flannery's and i don't even know yeah. whatever before right the, the super bottoms yeah 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 right and it was just like oh this is good this sexton, is sweeter yeah. but i remember also like it you know a long time ago being you know, intrigued about the sexton and i believe the woman is the distiller is a, yeah, a Alex woman Thomas, and yeah. yeah it was just a really cool story but that's all i have to say uh, that bottle <laughs> that's, that, well, that bottle alone that's makes all, you look at it. that's all she has to offer yeah. for irish whiskey no, so we can probably true. stop you know, talking about it no yeah we've talked yeah. lots like yeah. dunvilles and stuff yeah. yeah the px yeah um that sexton though like it's funny alex may possibly be uh doing a short little video for our irish charity tasting that we're doing so uh yeah hopefully that can be done in time and get that but yeah i mean that bottle stands out on the shelf it's so cool looking right it's just and, yeah it's one of the more unique bottles around yeah. Yeah, sure. everybody yeah. says it's hard to pour from but if you you know 
Oh, I don't don't be lazy have a problem and yeah, just out lift the glass put up a and then pour. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you dump it upside down, it. it will come out. Yeah. Hey, I went back to the Cinco after trying that timer. Oh, so I finished and, my uh, Cinco. It, I get, you know, a, a huge milk chocolate note. Whoa, totally. Here, you can use my glass. Okay. Whoa, the chocolate came out big time. Big time. Yeah, it really did. You should put some. Which is meant to be chill. <laughs> All you right. don't have to drive home. I am home. Yeah. Yeah. I am home. You know, I carry this ball around and like try it. Try There's it, try a little bit of timber left okay. in that one. Well, you better. You have, where's your old? I have a dump glass. Yeah. We're doing really, really good at keeping the whiskey organized today. Well, we mostly the, er, the early I, I usually I, do. Yeah, I, I've done that before. Sean. <laughs> You yeah. could you could put labels right on the glass, and yeah, somehow Sean would pull them off and put them on different glasses. I did I did a cognac tasting once, a tesseron, and I was super excited about it. And um, I sat. I was rushing. I remember I missed like half an hour of it. I came I like home and a bunch. And I just you know I, I thought I put the little bottles beside the glasses, and I they were just askew. And so when I started the tasting, I was like, oh my god! So I just I hope I hope I had them right. I'm not sure. Um, but it was a good tasting. Hey, Tesseron is a great cognac with lots of history to it. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Rocky actually got me into cognacs. Some cognac, yeah. Nice. I'm not like I haven't bought any, but he every time he gives me samples, he's yeah, got like it's so good. four or five different ones. Yeah. Just, There's some good ones out there. I still have a bottle of Bourgeois, I believe it's pronounced, and I've so I'm supposed to share it with Rocky. We've been trying to figure this out since last year, so maybe I'll get on that. <laughs> we'll have Rocky on one of these days. Yeah. That guy only buys he's, epic whiskeys. Right? So he's, yeah. his his Instagram is epic bottle kills. I mean, he doesn't put enough on there because he's too busy with his life. Yeah. And Working, yeah. Well, yeah, bottles. exactly. And yeah. house renovations. <laughs> <laughs> or anyone's yeah. renovations. Yep. Yeah. Cutting yeah. pipes. Well, it's He's, weird. He was doing. He was fire. roofing with Joe for a while. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah which. Well, fair enough. You do anything on. for Joe. Yeah. Rocky's built for that kind of work. Oh, yes, for I'm sure. Not. Speaking of Joe, <laughs> no. you know, fall <laughs> no. off the roof day one. I met Joe. Um, I wouldn't. I would just get bored and probably just sit there and do nothing <laughs> after like, a while. Can I, <laughs> I met Joe. Yeah. We both did our whiskey ambassador program together yeah you guys did the before uh whiskey experience yeah it was right before yeah. that's right that's right. harmony harmony was yeah, in there and, um oh my gosh i'm going to forget his name but he's doing all the woodford and callum callum yes, was in it he was oh, my okay. teacher thank you oh he was he was and teaching he, it yeah it was him and harmony and i was like this is so cool oh i didn't realize he was there with harmony yeah and harmony Cal- was, callum's good good shit yeah, like they were, yeah it was fun those were my yeah. teachers so it was it was great and then to hang with harmony harmony is super fun she's awesome <laughs> you think we can get certified to start teaching people how to drink whiskey yeah. <laughs> just fuck it Something isn't that what you do society i was like just a second pws certification certification yeah no it's funny with rocky like um friday or something i had to go drop off samples for a buddy of ours and pick up samples and then uh, he's like, well, I have, I have a bottle for you and Josh. Like, do you want to come pick it up? I was like, yeah, okay. It's like across the city for me. I was like, whatever. He's like, yeah, I'll make it worth your while. We'll, we'll have a cigar or something. I was like, all right, cool. So we sit down and I'm picking up this new Lechag Hermitage cask, which oh, the older one. I had a sample yeah. of it from Josh. Yeah. yeah. So the older one from the 2005 mm, distillate. Yes. 
was literally the Lechegg. Like, I liked Lechegg, but that's the one that made me fall in love with it. So then when this one, like, the the reps had kind of, the Gordon McPhail reps had kind of messaged me one a while ago, and they're like, we have another one coming out. It's from, like, a couple years later. I was like, what? All right, sweet. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, it got released the day I got to work. Oh, and I was like, yeah, yeah. they're going to be gone. They're going to be gone. Like, uh, store here in Sherwood Park everything wine and more they got one case and i was like oh my god so yeah g hoff went and grabbed me one and then uh, yeah. rocky rocky went and grabbed like four yeah thinking like josh will take one yeah. i'll take one and then we were both like already had one and i was like whatever i'll take another and then <laughs> uh a buddy in bc grabbed one but he's like come pick them up i'll pour one of mine for you so we drank that and then like still had half a cigar left he's like you tried the blue run you know the 250 dollar oh, bourbon and i was like no it's up there he's like oh just one second he <laughs> inside, it grabs it pours it pours me a sample to take home yeah it's it's my phenomenal. first lechic uh that i was like holy crap which this says a lot because it was at the bath whiskey experience i actually had a room right across from, i don't know if it was josh or mike but either way the party was across the room <laughs> either way lechag was involved either yes. way. and <laughs> we were actually all on the deck you know smoking cigars a full moon is gorgeous we, yeah. got, we all got kicked out you know and then um we were put into this room that i was across from that was mike's yeah. it was mike's room yeah. and he'd come through and i've got a picture of it on my insta but it's a lechic 19 uh, px cask and the fact that this was after i don't know 600 or so drams you know, professionally tasted, that is, you know, yeah. snips and noses. Yeah. Um, I was just like, holy, oof, you know, what is this? It was, oh, yeah. it was amazing. The, the mix of the super sweet and the super smoke just. Yeah, that was the night he had the manzanilla with where we didn't have a label on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I, yeah, I drank it. He was it pouring that too. But yeah, um, we should uh, we should probably wrap this oh, up. Yeah. We're uh, we've been going on forever. We have um, just talking about all our friends. Just talk- <laughs> I know. Yeah, we have only one bottle left, which we didn't try, which is the berry, which I understand we probably don't want to try, but I could be convinced too. I'm just saying, I understand we want to wrap it up, but. <laughs> she just sell you on wanting um, to drink it yeah. it's the only one that you haven't tasted that one. was the one that yeah. I wanted. okay I sean like, pour it for yourself i feel like we should pour it for sean you know i i would uh sometimes you gotta pour some out for the homies even if they're alive <laughs> um especially when they're alive <laughs> yeah okay i gotta preferably okay i can't use that's that sherry though right i know okay i'll just you can edit glass. this part can't you yeah <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, I'll probably edit out some of the other like chatty, chatty banter, just the chatty banter where it's just hey, like Irish whiskey. Where did that come from? We're like, let's talk. About Wait, I'm here. Stuff. That's where it came from. Yeah, I'll edit it out and I'll just it'll just be a reel of like me taking shots at Irish whiskey. Yeah. yeah. So um, I love the color of this bottle. I think no cork pop there. Um, there we go. When this first came out. I know based strictly on visual appeal, this grabbed so many people's attention. I think it had your oh, attention and you were like, well, absolutely. Yeah. This is the one, like if you could try one, this is the one you wanted to try. Color then, still, still drives your it, attention. It, it, it just so, naturally does. You just yeah. can't help it. And we've been having this conversation a lot lately where like color is not always the it indicator not, of good whiskey. It, it is not pretty. <laughs> it does look pretty. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and, and that's you know, the thing is just eye why, appealing, 
It's just something like sexy about color. Dark AF. And like you look at these two right beside each other, right? You got the, is that the elf? Yeah. The elf. Elf. And um, they're, yeah, one of them is basically looks like the lightest Chardonnay you've ever seen. And the other one looks like Coca Cola. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got this one. This is about, I believe, six years old. So I believe it spent four years in um, experiment and then two years or so in px casks so even with that which is why it is so like fresh and full of spice and those notes and you know i know that px can even just as sherry speaking of sherry's can throw people off because it looks like motor oil and glass it's it sticks to the sides it's 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 very thick super sweet Mm -hmm. and um the fact that you know just with the multiple barrels used small and large that they were able to pull this color it's it's wild to me. Mm-hmm. I was very shocked. And as mentioned, this is batch four um, of this whiskey. And the one that was brought to Canada in is the uh, distillery manager and production manager also agreed it's the darkest of the batches. While we while we sip on this dram, um, you don't have any malts to grind, would you? Well, I've never been one for meeting new people or doing new things or eating new types of food. I've had the same haircut since 1978, and I've driven the same car since 1991. I've used the same wooden comb for three decades. I have one bowl. I still get my milk delivered by horse. Are you going to tell a man that he can't fart in his own car? I don't want to seem overdramatic, but I don't really care what happens here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stay angry. I find that relaxes me. This is my hell. Do you have any uh, anything to call out? Anything that bugs you about whiskey industry, oh or God. putting you on the spot you know a little bit? Yeah, but on the spot. We love to grind malts. We love to get really yeah. angry at I things and people. <laughs> yeah, Just I don't. Um, I, I don't imagine you do. You're too sweet. You know, I'm, You're I'm, too I'm, sweet. I'm a nice person, and I, I don't know if that's <laughs> the best thing about me. Or I'm a pretty nice person too, but then I met Sean, <laughs> and now I'm not a nice person. You know, I dark clouds rolling in. It's always raining in my office. Yeah, I kind of. I try to stay out of, of too many heated conversations. I can see that there's lots of topics that... Um, ah, but something always bugs some, something everybody, always right? There's bugs always everybody. something. It doesn't, you know you don't, it doesn't have to be something like crazy. No. It could just be very whatever. Well, what I think... I, it's not even about what comes out in a whiskey so much to me. Okay, this is what bothers me. Pull in whiskey. the eight-year-old, Sara. <laughs> say that again? Pull in your. Eight-year-old Zara would have would, a really hard time. She didn't control her emotions as well. This is a rye whiskey, and there's no goddamn rye in it. Oh yes. So we've been we've been here before. I like it. I also don't like the idea of let's bring everything from Scotland over to another area of the world and call it a Scotch. I don't agree with that. I know that there's um, a distillery or two that do that, and I understand that you've got you know maybe you yourself are from Scotland too, and I, I think that's great, but. I don't think it's a, I'm not going to consider it a scotch. So I, I have a hard time with those types of things. I really like to stick to like, where was the whiskey produced? And, and, you know, literally where's more from? transparency and more transparency yeah. or yeah. just, yeah. just because you can throw rye on something doesn't mean it's made from rye. So my, my, yeah. of existence, that's, and that's taking advantage of stupid whiskey laws well, here in Canada exactly too. You're right. Advantage of laws. Yeah. You're, you're labeling things that aren't real, like be transparent. And if you're not going to be transparent, at least, you know, put on the label, this is malted barley, or this is a rye or give me an idea, but don't sell me whiskey. 
that's a rye whiskey that has no rye in it. So that makes me mad. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we've been there before. Jo- Josh Howard that one loves that yeah, rant. So he loves that rant. That, <laughs> we love getting him. Actually, no, wait. He doesn't love it. We love getting him going. On so I this is it, right? Like, and I'm gonna be like, okay, well, I should there, but I don't like I don't like being fooled as a consumer. I don't like being fooled as a whiskey drinker. I want to know that no, what I'm I, drinking. You know, give me give me an idea. And if you're gonna be, you know, I understand like I think about high the, these um we have high coast and we got Cavalan, for example. And Cavalan um they produce this amazing whiskey, but you're not going to get every single detail about that. And I, I understand, you know, I think of things culturally, right? Like I think, yeah. and it, maybe I'm wrong. I'm South Asian, but I think about Asian cultures and things are a little bit, you know, reserved and we don't, we don't give everything out as people in general, more private, more private. And yeah, I think um, that's, that's a respect cultures. level and yeah. it's, it's a different cultural thing, but then, sure. you know, you've got people that are like, Hey, this is me. This is us. Look at the time we barreled something. This is the malt we use. This is, this, you know, all of these things, but don't sell me on something that doesn't exist in your product. And that makes me mad. Uh, also, if you're going to use coloring, tell me. I'm tell okay me. with that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that, it, cool all, it all that. comes back to transparency. Transparency. Right? Like, just, just be honest. Yeah. I'm That's like, my whiskey rant. Or, you know what? Hey, like, I think something um, my group that I work with really appreciated about me is, you know, we, we tried a bunch of secret Cavalans. And, you know, I was like, I don't really love this one. And they were mm-hmm. like, cool. We like that because I'm not like, oh, I'm going to love everything. You know, it seems that way. I love everybody. I'm quite a positive person. And I like to find the beauty in each thing. However, um, you know, if it tastes like crap. Are you taking notes, Sean? Sometimes it tastes (laughs) like crap. And I did it. I wish I remember the name of this bottle. I did an SMWS spooktacular tasting in October. beauty in anything. Something, it tasted like pizza cardboard box to me. I've never tasted cat urine, but it... Jeez, it smelled like cat urine. And it had a really vegetal note to it. And I was like, God, this tastes like rotting garbage or something to me. That that's I strikes me as what cat urine probably tastes like. <laughs> hey, compost, it was, it was an off. It was compost. And yeah. I was like, this tastes like compost. But hey, you know what? That's what it was. I like I like the idea of the fact that something can taste like that. And let's be honest about it. it maybe this is what we're trying to sell to you. Do you know what it was? I'm going to have to get back to you on it because I was thinking about it, but I know it's from the October release and I was speaking with Dave, who's no longer with Keg and Cork yeah. and he did a YouTube thing. I was like, this smells like pe- like a rotting cardboard pizza box and cat piss and I don't even own cats. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, I'm going to hold my tongue on this and he was like, no, just say it. And then everyone's like, yes, I get a urine. Boom. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. who cares? Not everything's for everybody. Not every price point's for everybody whatever you know you choose to choose what you want to drink and, and love it and if you hate it hey be honest about it but don't hold your hang on your you don't have to hold yeah. your hat on it no for hang sure your hat on it, so. yeah and like hang your hat on especially it. with like the coloring thing i mean it's probably a dead horse that's being beaten by now oh, but we've yeah we've beaten like, a few horses just death. tell me it's not gonna for me it's not gonna dissuade me from it's drinking not gonna, it yeah. no if the, the flavor the in it is good kirkland everyone's I, saying the kirkland stuff is colored i don't think it, it is but it might not be but regardless right but it doesn't like, say whether it is or not but like i'm still buying it because it's delicious yeah like dalmor for example like i won't Dal- buy dalmor yeah <laughs> you don't like it right <laughs> one of the first whiskeys i, I started it's getting okay it's just not the cigar malt and i was like okay this is color added and yeah. i was like whatever i still liked it at the time yeah, yeah. dalmor 12 was the i don't buy it because i don't I like ever it. bought myself it was I one just, of the first yeah. and it's just because it stood out the packaging stood out the dark stag head yeah and i was like okay then i and love that i think the, everybody's bought a dalmor yeah, 12 and the dark yeah. that's exactly because it's because of the steak and the dark yeah oh absolutely and the dark color it stands out on a shelf especially as a 12 year but now 
you know, that was when I was young, dumb, there's and stupid. There's a story about that stag, too. That yeah, I don't, I, yeah, there's a lot of historical... Relation. The family that owns Dalmore or whatever started the distillery back in the day. They, they saved the king from... Yes. It was going to be killed by a stag. And is this, the stag saved is this the Bambi story? Or something like the that, The stag yeah. saved him from yeah. dying somehow. It yeah. was a Bambi story. Yeah, yeah. it was a very Bambi With story. rich yeah. people who made whiskey. But anyways, <laughs> we are on the last dram. We are. We are. Do we have any? Um, Sean, this was the one can... that piqued my interest when I first saw them. Obviously, I'm a sherry head. There's no, I'm not shy about saying that. I know Kent Ho, uh, aka Whiskey Ass, loves Ho. this. He pounded a couple of these bottles, and um, yeah, I, I can see why. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, they're poundable, 100 percent chuggable, <laughs> poundable. Hey, Hecos, you're very poundable. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being pounded. I think they're old names. <laughs> it's better. Hey, hey, box, you're poundable. I'm going to pretend not to go back <laughs> Did you just say that? Yeah. <laughs> no, but like... It's okay. We got... I was offered <laughs> I was offered samples of, of this. We've been accused of many Maybe things. Maybe we can move up to the, the Betty. So, again, I know initially we, we, we made jokes and we're like, Berg, you can put it... You know, I don't throw ice in my whiskey myself, but you can throw an, make it an iceberg, but it's uh, it's Betty. 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 Yes. I love that the color came through. You know, it's it's again pear is noted here. That's something I get. 120 all of the and coasts. 200 liter. Okay. Cast. Yeah, like like you said, the the high coast spirit still stands out in all of them that we tried. It has that base sea spray and spirit. oak. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I it took me a while to drink a bunch of high coast um happily to realize that there actually is something that is constant through. Now, it's not as obvious like when I drink Cavalan, there's always that, you know, mango tropical yeah. note. I'm always getting those melons and it's just like boom, which I love. And high coast because I tried the origin series at each to their own I, Again, you get that note, but you have to try all of them to really find that. Yeah, and it's like you said, the Cavalan, that typical note that you find the mango tropical mm. fruit, it stands out. Like it's a it's a strong. Yeah, and note. it's a it's a typical for them, but a non-typical for the whiskey world. Yeah, exactly. And then with this, the the note of that kind of sea coastal malt, it's it's you gotta dig deeper to find it. Yes. But once you find it and you can Pick it out of each one. You know what it's. Like. I, I imagine mm-hmm. a really cold, fresh water with you know timber at the bottom, and what that would smell like. The idea of it, and and just knowing what's in front of their distillery at all times. Yeah. Also, how cool that you take a boat to work or a little like I don't know how they get across in the winter. Do you ski? I don't know. Those questions Snow unanswered. <laughs> Snowshoe. Yeah. But with such rushing. Water. Dog, definitely dog slide. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were Zip to line. choose. <laughs> My questions are over to you, gents. If you were to choose, we went through a lot of whiskey today. I don't think we've ever gone through this much whiskey. That's why I'm having problems talking. This much whiskey whiskey in one show. We had four from the orange. She's really trying to, you know, push Travis off his throne here. Oh yeah. Um, which, 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 which? So I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go. I'm going for daily, daily. Okay, so daily drinker. Okay, I would choose the Hoff, just because I really like it. My favorite of the day was the Cinco, but my surprise of the day was the Hungarian oak. You prick! Beat you do it. Why? Is it the same? Well, for me, like like I said, the daily drinker, I'd pick the Bird. Yeah, Betty. 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 But 
I'm I'm a sherry guy, so that's that's gonna be the one that I would go to. The surprise for me was the the timmer. Oh yeah, Teamer. yeah, because yeah. that's yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's different and it's, yeah, it it's nice, it's really nice. And I, I find my peated stuff lately, like you, I don't want bourbon barreled Isla peat. Like to me, it's boring now. This is bourbon barrel peat, but it's completely different, and mm-hmm. that stand stands out to me, and mm-hmm. I, that's what I, I was drawn to. Hungarian oak was the one that if I had to, you know, crack a bottle for a bunch of friends, that's the one I'm going for. Yeah. But uh, that Cinco, like, there's something about it. And the Cinco's cool. I, again, so very I'm, cool. I'm a sherry head, and there's five different kinds of sherry in there. Oh, yeah. And I've tried whiskeys with all of those in there, and I love all of them. So put them all together. Why not? Yeah. And that, that to me, that's cool. And it's, like, for me as a, as a whiskey nerd, that's something that's, like, yeah, nobody's done it before. Let's do it. Yeah, cool. for sure. Let's, yeah. No, it's I like that. very interesting. What about you? Awesome. Um, it's so of the four, I seem to vary between seasons. I, when I tried the origins range, it was the teamer because it was cold. and I love that peat and the colds. We um, had, remember we, when we tried them that yeah. night, they were all cold cause they were sitting in my they truck. Cold. I think I ended up pouring my room temperature. <laughs> it was one. like minus 30 at yeah, that time. Yeah. It's crazy. And we were all surprised like how fresh. Yeah. Yeah. The oak there, the oak that comes through on it is, is super amazing. Um, I really like the hob as well, but again, for the cast strength, it's the Hungarian. It just blew. I literally, I wrote it on my Insta. I was like, wow. Yeah. Like just blew my mind. And again, the taste, it covers your mouth and you've got so many flavors that are, you know, you swallow and it still comes back up into your throat and it's ever, ever, ever present. Yeah. So my number one would be the Hungarian in terms of the origins, the teamer in the winter, and then probably the Hov in, in other seasons. Again, the Betty and the Olf, Elif. Good. Yeah, all, all of them have their place, and they're all they're one, all uniquely that one different. As a starting whiskey in yeah. any tasting lineup, yeah. will do exactly what it's supposed yeah. to. It, yeah. it won't overpower anything. Well, that's what it's meant to it'll, be. For sure. You know, it'll wet your palate. It'll get you going. Yeah, like yeah. that was perfect to start off with. Walzy, we appreciate you coming here. Thank you. Thank we you should for probably me so uh, much. we should probably have you on more often. I think. Yeah. I would yeah, love to join why not? We could do the Cavalan too, right? So Oh, absolutely. I would love to talk more shop. And we want the Truth Malters exclusive the whole run, please. <laughs> Actually, yeah, come to think of it, I could probably um, come through even with our chapter series. So that's going to include stuff from Cavalan, Rockford, and hopefully in the future, High Post. So if we want to go that route, I'm definitely down to join. And also, speaking of throwing away like uh, packaging stuff, if you ever want to get rid of that camo amp box, of the uh, four-year, oh, the, the four-year. I'll take that, that off your hands. It's like leather, that's leather wrap. Luggage. That's like a piece yeah. of furniture. Oh yeah. Joe, like you, know you guys, pulled it out for me, and I was like, well, you, "What the hell is this?" Does this have it already? I've never tried. Okay, no, because, did you end up opening it? No. So I told you guys this, and I'm su- super serious. Like I got into this car accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, been dealing with all this stuff. I'm moving into my new place, hopefully in October. This is all as a result of everything. But anyhow, I'm gonna have a house party. And I've already mentioned in our, our special group mm-hmm. that we talked about who's popping out the six bottles, but I'm going to open that Cavalan 40th anniversary for that, and I'm going to put that bottle out there and let Sweet. go and let God. Let go my God. That's right. It's uh, a, we will be there. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Like, I don't want to bring COVID up, but 
I was talking with like a bunch of different people and but every, did. But and, it up. Yeah. But everybody <laughs> now has like <laughs> multiple bottles that they're saving for occasions like that. Now that we can all get together, like everybody's got these bottles. I didn't get the memo on that. Oh. <laughs> I'm just joking. I see one right there with a gold butterfly on it that fits the bill. <laughs> yes, no, and I'm gonna all do right. that and then we're gonna stay live. Oh. Okay. Part of it. The first 20 minutes. Heck yeah. November, you say? October. October, you say. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Perfect. We'll be there. All right. Well, thank you so much yeah. for having me. I appreciate it. I love that you guys enjoy High Coast and what we presented today. Absolutely. I absolutely love to join you guys again and hope to do this more often, either, you know, whether it's through podcasts or not. I definitely want to hang out. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I got that recorded. (laughs)